Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. And this is Come Through Queen. This is episode 17, Red, White, and Come Through. So because the news this week has been dominated by the Republican National Convention and the Democratic National Convention, we thought we'd bring you a special deep dive where we take a deeper look into the political views of all of the Real Housewives. But of of course, the shows go on. So we'll be talking about the Real Housewives of New Jersey episode, as well as Orange County, New York, and we'll talk about a little bit about Big Brother as well. And then we're going to end the show, of course, by crowning the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So, let's get to the shows. So, Jersey. Yes. Um, what do you feel about this episode? Uh, well, it's my least favorite episode of the three that have aired so far this week, uh, this season, rather. That's interesting, because I think, I, I liked it. We got to see some Siggy Sig. Yeah, well, Siggy's finally back. She was missing the, the past episode. So, but I think we sort of start out with, isn't it Jacqueline and Teresa? Well, before that, like, Teresa's adjusting to being back home. Oh, yeah. Like, it was all about the holidays the last episode. Mm-hmm. So it's her adjusting back to her role as mom. Apparently, Joe Gigiche was not feeding the kids before, because, like, she was... She was, like, cooking them breakfast, and they were, like, surprised to be getting this meal, it felt like. <laughs> no. um, so I'm glad that they're getting three meals again. Um, and she says it's, a, it's like, a whirlwind being back. Oh, I, I loved when she... I mean, it was sort of sad that when she... The kids had to go up, up to the bus by themselves because she's not allowed to, like, even leave the threshold of the house? Yeah. Which I Well, they have was... a long driveway. I know, but, like, don't they usually, like, count the yard? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she can't leave the house. Um, but then the dog was running loose and the dog almost escaped. Yeah. Um, so she's screaming for Joe to wake up. Yeah, because like, still a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was sad. But after, like, the kids are off at school, 
Someone decides to pop in. It's Jacqueline, the one and only. Yeah. Well, Teresa was vacuuming. I love how this kind of stuff is set up because it's like, who let Jacqueline inside the gate of their house? Or also, like, the cameras continue to film Teresa while she's vacuuming. Yes, this is where it gets into the realm of, like, hello, the producers are setting up this thing, so stop acting surprised when... Although, Teresa really did not have any makeup on. So that's, like, the one... Well, she's been sort of toned down all um, season. Trying to humanize herself a little bit. Well, yeah, and I, like, was thinking about that sort of point. Like, when she was in all those magazines while she was in prison, Mm -hmm. she didn't really have makeup on, so I feel like she's gotten used to being in the spotlight without the makeup. Oh, okay. Okay. But, so Jacqueline comes over, and they have, like, their little heart-to-heart. Yeah. Um, I guess, like... They say they're going to try to make a friendship, but we've already seen the trailer for this season, so... Well, yeah. But they're back to being Lucy and Ethel, I guess. Yeah, for the time being. I doubt they even know who Lucy and Ethel are, to be honest. Yeah. I, like, I, well, I'm sure they know who they are. I doubt they've seen an episode. Yeah. Or maybe, like, Jacqueline has, at least. Teresa, not so much. No, I, she has no idea. Um, but there, there was not... I mean, it was, like, a... A pivotal moment, but not really that much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did find a little bit more interesting was after Jacqueline left, uh, Teresa and Joe were like going over the bills, and like Teresa was trying to get involved in like what's do. And oh, well, she has to now because she's been to prison, so I doubt yeah. she's gonna like let anything get by her. Well, especially like you know, once Joe does go away, mm-hmm. it's the the ball's completely in her court. Um, but I feel like Jacqueline, like. When Jacqueline and Teresa were talking, like, Jacqueline's being sweet, and, like, Teresa's eyes, like, don't focus. Like, they're always, like, looking around. Do you ever notice that? Is it because she's just dumb, or...? Well, I think it's a combination of, like... She's doing it, like... being dumb and, like, not being genuine. She's making up so that they can have a TV show. Yeah, Sort of, like, so that they can all be together. Yeah, it's all in the eyes with her. The cynical part of me believes that also. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, so what the looming thing? Another looming thing was like Dolores's life. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dolores's life and like the sadness in her life, her sad kitchen. Well, her house needs updates. She, like Siggy has told her. She's still much. got one of those like white microwaves. I did notice that. <laughs> no, you know when a you white <laughs> But you know, like when you can see like somebody like they've updated their kitchen. Like for example, Danielle Staub, all of her appliances were like white plastic appliances, mm-hmm. versus like Vicky Gumbelson's like Nancy Myers kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> so Dolores's is like in the middle. She's got like a stainless oh. <laughs> steel refrigerator, but okay. she's got like a white microwave. Okay. Um, um, but Siggy gets involved. I don't know like chronologically where this came, but like. Is this the conversation where Jacqueline, Siggy, and uh, yeah. Dolores... Siggy Oliver... comes over first, and then Jacqueline pops in after visiting with Teresa. Yes. Oh, okay. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because, okay, that's where I was confused. Okay. And then they talk, they're they talking about Dolores' birthday that they want to have. Yeah. And this is... If we start jumping ahead to where Teresa and Siggy meet up, this yeah. was one of the like weirdest meetups i feel like in housewives history yeah it was like a fan and a housewife (laughs) it it was like usually like they bring them in like organically where they're like oh this is my friend siggy nice to meet you and then like teresa and siggy would have a one-on-one later yeah but they like meet up to plan dolores's birthday together and it's like so weird but i sort of liked it i almost like it was such a bad scene that i feel like the producers might have wanted to throw it out, but they had no way around, like, 
losing that scene. Well, because they yeah, they, they met they, during it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Siggy's like talks about like how she had butterflies in her stomach, I which know. is so weird. It's so weird. Like if you're meeting, like say like this camera's away, this is on a TV show. If you're meeting a friend to plan a party for a mutual friend, you're first meeting for the first time, you wouldn't be nervous, would you? Yeah, but, I mean, but it's like that's like why it's it's ruining the magic of this all. Yeah. Like Siggy's admitting that like Teresa's a star. <laughs> I, I wonder know. if Teresa's ever watched Siggy on Wendy Williams. Mm. Like I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine Teresa doing anything. <laughs> I can't imagine her watching I Love Lucy or Wendy Williams. Have any cultural awareness? Or like have a thought go through her head? I don't know. There's something about her. She just powers down at the end of the day after the cameras go off. <laughs> yes. I, I don't. It's just like I can't picture her like when the cameras are not around. Like what she does. Like, what's her favorite show? I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. Well, speaking of which, when, when she was in prison, whenever Wendy Williams would start talking about her on her TV show, she'd always say, Hi, Teresa. Hi, prisoner. Oh, my God. <laughs> because that's what they do, I guess, is watch like shows like that. Yeah, well, together. Yeah. Um, anyway, so playing this Dolores party. Yeah. Getting, was, getting all the women together. It wasn't that interesting of a scene, the planning, because, like... Teresa did nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, Siggy planned it all. Yeah. It was just not well set up. It's gonna be a lot of leopard print. But before we get to the party, uh, Dolores has a family pizza party where, like, all the members of Dolores' like, ragtag family come together. Yeah, including pizza. her grandmother, who's, like, 104. Yeah. Um, my big takeaway from this is not one person in this family, like, looks related to another person. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, Dolores doesn't look like she is her parents' child. The grandmother doesn't look like the mother of her dad. The children don't look like anybody. <laughs> like, it's like a room of, like, 20 strangers oh from my all the family. Do you know how many texts I got about Dolores' son? Oh, my God. Everyone is so thirsty over this So thirsty. I got one today when I was, like, at work. <laughs> just It just said Dolores' son. And everyone, he's 17, so hold your horses. Yeah. Uh, including Andy. Like, Andy has Cohen, been... yeah. Yeah, Andy Cohen's been giving him a lot of promotion as well. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone needs to calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, Dolores has also, like, explained during this pizza party how the fact that she and her husband divorced was more controversial and that prison is more accepted than divorce for Italians specifically (laughs) which is interesting can you speak to that um no as an Italian no I think (laughs) prison is worse yeah um yeah so they're a mishmash so uh Dolores's party hair was a big she had she's already had two iconic hair looks. She looks the beautiful. The pompadour at the at the New Year's Eve party and, and her big birthday party hair. Birthday look. I'm telling you, she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoy her, but I wouldn't. I don't know if, if I would rank her number one. Um, the party was fun. So everyone, it was everyone getting together. So Kath was there. Oh, thank God. Jacqueline was there. Rosie was there in like a leopard print tie. Yeah, everyone had to wear. Leopard. Leopard, yeah. So, Rosie's fashion choice Except for Dolores had to wear red. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed that Melissa was a sneak, 
and had a red pump on, taking Dolores's spotlight oh. on her shoes. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, red, like, the only thing you could wear with leopard is black or red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you going to wear, blue with leopard? That seems a little that fine. Could, you, that looks like regal. Okay. Um, but they started telling these stories, right? Yeah. And it was so weird because they this would have... the weirdest party. They would have someone tell a story about Dolores and then, like, have two people act it out. But then, at one point, Teresa, who has only known camp for the past year, decides to tell a story. Yeah. Not about Dolores, but have Dolores and... Was it Dolores and Siggy or was it Dolores and Jacqueline? Dolores and Jacqueline yeah. acted out. But it ended up being a story about women hooking up in prison. prison yeah, but it was they, all the stories were, were supposed to have something to do with Dolores. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. And Teresa's had nothing to do with it because she knows nothing about anyone. <laughs> she powers down at the end of every day yes. and forgets her memory gets swiped. Well, she didn't know it was Dolores' birthday <laughs> to begin with. She has no memories of Dolores. Oh my god, what if it's like, did you remember that Drew Barrymore movie where 50 first dates? Yeah. What every, if every morning she wakes up and she has to relearn? So she knows Dolores Every day is a new day, day for, for <laughs> Teresa. Um, yeah, and then I guess like it was supposed to be funny, like Teresa driving a drunk Melissa home. There, like, there's this thing about drunk Melissa that like, I guess it be, was also a thing a few seasons ago. And they try to make it a thing thing, yeah. and Melissa, like, obviously plays it Hands up. Hands it up, yeah. It was 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and, like, she's driving a, like, wasted, but not really Melissa home. It's just mm -hmm. dumb and boring. Yeah. Uh, I guess my last takeaway from this whole event is I'm, like, 80% sure I've eaten at that restaurant where they had the party. What's it called? Rails. I'm gonna double check with my fam. It looks nice, like, when you walk in. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah, a cabin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Um... Yeah, it looked nice. And it, actually, it's, that's the same place where they met uh, in episode one for the Siggy drink, drink a lobster bisque. Really? Yeah, because I looked, I went to the Rails website, it has a and it has also? a speakeasy. The speakeasy was so weird, because there were a lot of windows to be a speakeasy. Yeah. Anyways, um, should we move on to the OC? Yeah, let's move on. So the OC, the OC started very much like a Jersey episode this week. How, how? We are thrust into the big fight at the party. Ooh, yeah, And then, yeah. once we see enough of that, they bring us back, like, 48 hours earlier. Yeah, I like a, an interesting edit. They've been, they've been playing around with the edits in the OC this season. Except, I told you this before, um, this you don't episode... Like the cuts? Well, no, no, not even that. This episode and the first few episodes of OC, I'm like, not that into yet. It's like, OC, the, the, the few seasons I've watched live, it usually takes me half a season to, like, get invested. Okay. So, I don't know. But, like, the, the fights don't seem like... They're not genuine yet, and we can get to it a little later, because once okay. the party starts... I have a lot to say about, like, Before the different the players. Okay. Yeah, okay, sure. The, no, but I mean, like, once we get to the party, I have, like, things to say about the different players. Yeah. But, like, before the party, it's, like... We always see these housewives go shopping at these costume stores for, like... Oh, yeah, these yeah. Things. They've done it in for, like, Sonia's masquerade party. Yeah. Where they always go to the... No, but no, Chris March makes all of Sonia's... <laughs> no, I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, in one of the rooms in the townhouse. Jill and Luann went to, like, a generic costume store and just, like, mm. give us your costumes. Yeah. So it's Shannon and her family. And I did think it was a very funny situation when they were talking about... The kids taking like sex ed, and oh. the kids kept on asking 
the dad how many wet dreams he's had. Yeah. Many in his life, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say at one point he couldn't even count? Yeah, it? it's it's uncount it's uncountable. Yes. Um, and then I mean there wasn't a lot going on. It was like Heather and Megan doing IVF stuff. Oh no, delete it. Like I have a thing. Of, I have a question for all you medical professionals. Are you supposed to be drinking while you're like trying to get pregnant via IVF? It seems to me that would like screw something up. Yeah, I, I feel like in general, like alcohol plus medications usually don't mix. Yeah, but they like had a glass of champagne in hand while they were sticking everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Brianna did something where I wrote, "Ah, oh, Brianna is a good mom." I don't really remember what it was, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's good. That's yeah. Fine. So <laughs> then we get to Vicky and um Kelly meeting up for pre gaming, pre gaming, like and heavy and. Ke Kelly had pre-gamed for Vicky, Vicky to arrive. Yeah. So, she apparently had three glasses of wine before Vicky arrived. Yeah, ugh. And then they started doing shots before going to the party. And I'm a proud anti-shot activist in my 30s now. Like, mm -hmm. I will avoid shots as best I can. And these women in their 50s and... I know. 60, maybe? I did a shot or two over the weekend oh. with my aunts. Yeah, I guess I'm not one to talk considering my... Uh, Your behavior this past behavior weekend. This weekend. Um, so we get to... We eventually get to Shannon's 70s party. Mm -hmm. um, Heather arrives on roller skates copying Bethany in season yeah. two. I do want to say, though, like, I normally don't think much of Heather, but I think she looked, like, good in her costume. She looked... I feel like she was the she most like appropriately young. dressed of the people. Yeah. Like, she, it looked like she, like, honed in on the theme. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure she, like, hired someone to do it. <laughs> it, was like, it was a t-shirt, some booty shorts, yeah. and some roller skates. That's a, a village to create. Um, so this party, it was a lot. There were... It was a lot, but it was also not a lot. I know, but there <laughs> were, like... The room was, like... Like, 3,000 square feet for, like, 20 people. And they did that thing where, like, they're like, let's go into the next experience. And they, like, opened, like, the beaded curtains and mm. there was, like, another room with, like, a couch. Yeah. That was empty. For all 20 guests. But <laughs> Shannon had two friends. Two plants. Yes, who tried <laughs> to stir the plot. Nia? Nina? Nina? Nina, and then Jackie, but it was J-A-C-I, which isn't how you spell Jackie. You're missing some sort of consonant oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They started telling some story to Shannon about Kelly, and you could tell it was just one of those situations. I love Shannon to death, but, like, you shouldn't have to do this to thrive on a housewife show. Yeah. Um, Especially, like, this early in her relationship with Kelly, like... You're plotting against someone who, like, you don't even know. Is not even a major player in the show. Yeah. I don't know. The fight had a lot of parts to it, but now that I, like, am talking about it, I'm like, not a lot happened. Yeah. It was just, like, dumb confrontations. I had to look up who Mrs. Roper was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you wouldn't realize that. <laughs> um, I, well, I was more invested in the fight with Vicky and David than Shannon and Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at least that's, like, based off of something. Like, Kelly and Shannon are, like, practically strangers. I agree. And, that's um, why That's why, like, a New York fight or a Jersey fight, like, has so much more weight. Because in New York, they've been friends for, like, ten years mm -hmm. now. And New Jersey's family. So, like, this, like, a newbie fighting with Shannon, like, doesn't really move me. I, yeah, I agree with that. 
And, like, but the stuff with David doesn't move me either, because I hate when the husbands get involved. Yeah, it's true. So it just was, like, a lot of, like, eh. It was interesting to watch at the time, but I don't know where this is going to go. I did like Kelly screaming, over and over. That, like, made no sense. Um, I will say that I think Kelly is trying to be a Brandy Glanville, and she's not succeeding. Yeah. Because Brandy at least got, like, a couple good seasons before people started to be like, eh. Hmm. Uh, I guess, unless you have anything else to say about the actual party, but it ends with, to me, the most interesting part of the episode, when they're, when Kelly and her husband is in the limo with Vicky, and she calls Brooks. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, she drunk dials Brooks. Yeah. She's like, I believed you. I, I don't know if she said I love you or loved you. I think it was love. I think, I she, think was, she said love present tense. Yeah, present tense. And then, and then she's like, call me back. <laughs> well, she also, didn't she tell him to call David Bedore? It, it was, I don't know if she necessarily told her to, told him to call David Bedore or was just simply like wanting to summon him into the fight somehow, whether it be like at that present time or at, in some future yeah. Do okay. you think that Brooks is going to come back this season? No. I feel like they would have teased that. And also, I think, like, Andy is done with it. Like, support Brooks coming back. Well, because that hospital, City of Hope, had to, like, issue a statement. Yeah. Being like, we never treated this Looney Tune. But didn't, like, Brooks eventually admit in the press that he was lying, too? Or am I dreaming this? I, there was too much of it. too much to keep up. Yeah. You need to be like Megan King Eggman's where this like your one care in the world is like following <laughs> every plot point in the cancer saga. I, I will say that now that I'm talking about it, I, I hope that OC gets its act together and like fixes yeah. itself. And I will say I heard Heather DeBow talk somewhere and she said about, she was talking about her third, for her first three seasons and how a lot of her stuff was a little forced because she wasn't, like, true friends with these women yet, and then she, yeah. like, really got into a stride her, like, fourth season, and I need that to happen for everyone. Well, I think the problem is, you know, there's Vicky, Tamara, Shannon, and Heather. So that's, like, the core. Yeah. And then, like, we keep getting, like, one person, like, we get Megan, and then we get... Kelly. They just like, draw need, people in without real connection. Yeah, we need like two people to come in at the same time that have a connection between the two of them, and then like someone of those, like one of those two has an actual connection with the rest of the four. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's hard to like hook up, but like that's but what they, we need. they do it in like New York and even like Jersey now, like the, the connections are natural. I know, but like I, I don't think it like you can't just like Make if it doesn't thing. exist, like it it's, doesn't exist. Well, I'm gonna tell you, it's the West Coast. There's no real relationships yeah, out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all phony. OC and Beverly Hills are the same. Yes, all of California. Um, we love our California fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's quickly talk about uh, Big Brother before we jump into New York. Big Brother. Okay. Uh, I love where all this is going. Everything's back. Victor's back. The um, battle back. We finally figured out how that was going to play out. A, a special episode on a Friday night. Like, not the best way to, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor came back. Um, there's a lot of great things happening in the Teams house. are over. Teams are over. The, the roadkill is over. Yeah. 
Um, three, nom- three nominees are over. Three nominees are over. So right now we had uh, we had the competition that annoying rave one that James ended up winning after yeah. a big negotiation between Day, uh, the Cabbage Patch Kid, and Frank. <laughs> yes. And then James promised he wasn't going to put them up on the block, but then he put up the yeah. Cabbage Patch Kid and Frank. So yeah. that's where we were. Yeah. And then this episode was great. Yeah. Michelle, who, like, the fans who watch the feeds, who are not us, but, like, we listen to, we we read feed, read, like, tweets. Yeah, I see the feed stuff when I see the tweets. I don't yeah. seek any of Yeah, we don't out. seek it out, but, like, we generally know what's going on. But, like, the fans love Michelle. And, like, she's been barely featured. Her and Zakai have been barely featured in the, mm-hmm. the actual episodes at all. But Michelle had like a big episode because she won a critical. Power she of the won veto. Power of the Veto. And then, sort of like, I thought she was going to go off the deep end. Yeah. Like, it turns out after she won Power of the Veto, Frank took her to the side. Yeah, and she has a little crush on him. It was like swim fan esque. She wanted to take out Bridget yeah. so that she could be her. She yeah. wanted to single a white female Bridget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, what's Fatal Attractioner? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it's. Like, a really good season. Yeah. I'm liking uh, it so far, but at the end of this episode, we found out, spoiler alert if you haven't watched, I don't know. Yeah. But we found out that... All two of you actually watched Big Brother. She decided to not use the veto. Yeah. So, so it's Frank or Bridget. Tomorrow, Frank or Bridget will be going home. Who do you want to go home? I... I'd rather Bridget go home, because it'll be more interesting having Frank around, but Frank's going home. I want to see Frank go home because I want to see Michelle terrorize Bridget. Oh my god. <laughs> Good idea, actually. Yeah. Because, like, they had that conversation in the bathroom. We sort of weren't paying attention for it, but it was very yeah. much like Bridget was like, to Michelle, like, I know you don't like talking to me. Yeah. So, like, Michelle has a potential to torture Bridget this yeah. week. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so let's get through New York so we talk about all the politics. Oh my god. So New York, I thought this was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, except... Okay, will oh you say God, what I you know. said out... You yelled well, this. Well, I screamed, fuck Bethany. <laughs> because I, like... If she's unable to go to Hawaii, don't go to Hawaii. I mean... Let the others go. Let the others go. The others end up having a very interesting episode that we'll get to, uh, like the whole engagement party on the boat, uh, without Bethany. So if Bethany can't go... Don't Fine, go. Don't go. Like, but housewives has have missed trips before. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, I think she's got she's got too much power. Too much power and all this. Yeah, it's not fair. So it turns out they're gonna be going to Miami again with the stop in uh, Palm Beach. Yeah, it's such a weird. So so Lou uh, now spends her winters down there in Florida with Tom. She's what do they call them? A uh, a uh, snowbird. Yeah, a snowbird. A snowbird. She's a snowbird. Yeah, in her old age. Um, but it was funny when they're like having this meeting about the the new plans. Ramona come, walks into the lunch, and Lou's like, "She's got her makeup done for once." Yeah, like, I love this foursome: Lou, Sonia, Ramona, and Dorinda. I forget what Dorinda said, but she sort of like dragged what Ramona was wearing. Like they were all like dragging Ramona to help. Yeah. But then Ramona, when she hears that they're going to Miami, oh my god, I love when she gets so mad. Yeah, she's, she's like, like frozen at first. <laughs> I go to Miami, like, I get up to brush my teeth. No, well, I agree. Like, people. We've seen Miami on New York Housewives 
every season. But recently. like as like a as like a little fart in the wind, like yeah. it's never the big trip. It's like oh, uh, Aviva's going down there like hang out with her dad and brings Carol along. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never a big deal. And like people in the Northeast, like who are able to just jump around on weekends, like go there, go, go to Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. It's um, like three hours, not. Not, it's not yeah. even three. It's like less than three hours. Um, so I understand where Ramona's coming from. We all understand. We're all with you on this. Uh, so we get a look at Jules and her parents, the ones that she mentions every intro. Yes, and they are indeed a Jew and an Asian. <laughs> um, Living in a house. Yeah. Uh, we got to see a little cute photo of Jules as a child. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, we're now having the other woman arrive in Miami. Yeah. Well, the one thing about Jules before we move on from that is, like, she finds out while she's at the parents' house that Michael's not, like, watching the kids. Oh, yeah, the, nan- he's, the nanny's with the kids, not, yeah. not Michael. So, like, this is all, it's all coming a apart. Lot, yeah. It's, well, Andy tweeted prior to the show that, like, the final four episodes of New York are crazy... And we're not sure if this is included in the final four, so it's either we either have. I think this was included. Yeah, I think this. He was wouldn't included. have tweeted before. Yeah. So we might only have three episodes left after this. One thing before we talk about um, all the girls coming down, there was like a little one-off scene where Carol all of a sudden has like a scar on her face. Oh yeah. From this dog that we've met in previous seasons. The West Coast dog. Because she has that house, that weird house in the West Coast, and she has a dog named Margaret. We need like some investigative reporting on this. If you have yes. any tips about yeah, after Carol's we after we life. dragged your your state <laughs> in California West Coast fans, please do drive to Carol's West Coast path. We were joking about California. Yeah, we just mean the housewives out there have no real relationships. <laughs> Calm down. Um, but we want we want to know more about Margaret. If she's just living in the house by herself, let us know. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to Florida. Okay. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. <laughs> Ramona <laughs> jumped over the candlestick. <laughs> I love when she's just like <laughs> riffing. <laughs> um, they get on the boat and uh, someone's drinking. Well, no. What happened? You weren't paying attention. Yes, I was. No, you were like running all over okay. the place. Um, <laughs> because like Alex was home and you were right. like figuring out, like making your man a meal. Okay. Um, what happened was. They all pick up a glass of champagne to toast. Then Ramona's like, Sonia, you're not drinking. And she makes her put it down. Then Lou is like, you can have a sip to toast my whatever. So she picks it up. Yeah. And then Ramona is like... Does she ever put it down? I think so. Because she seems like pretty sane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Ramona, Normally she'd be drinking like during the, the prep for the party, which is how the, the episode ends. Well, like when they were like getting their yeah, hair done yeah, and stuff yeah. like yeah, she would be like She was like stone cold sober. Usually right when she's trying to pull her dress on, she's like falling over yeah, into yeah, a yeah. wall. Yeah. As in the past. Yeah. Um oh, Ramona has a bad hand. Oh my god, like me. Which reminded me of you and the like whenever we would play skee ball and you would always make an excuse for your bad wrist when well, you lost. I have Keenbox disease, and maybe Ramona does too. I want to reach out to her and have her look into it, make sure. Tweet at if her. If she could catch it early enough, like, she could possibly save it. Which, which wrist but is it? it's too late for me. My right wrist. Mm. Yeah, which is, like, a critical wrist. Um, Dorinda stirs the pot, and I like it. 
everyone's stirring the pot. Luann's stirring the pot too. She says to Sone, oh, like they're, they're talking about like picking the rooms and she's like, oh, Sone, you'll sleep with me and Tom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so amid all this, we cut to Bethany who uh, this little snake uh, is... I, this is the second time I screamed fuck Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> She's, while they're all in Palm Beach, she had made an excuse saying that she couldn't go to Palm Beach and then and she's go gonna to, meet them in Miami. Yeah, like, those places are an hour apart in a car. Like, not, yeah. like it's yeah. not... It's a town car away. <laughs> like, you could have gone, you little snake. Instead, she's on the that beach she always meets people on. At the uh, resort, she had a meeting with some old man there earlier this season. But she's with, like, an unnamed Oh, yeah, friend. no, it was, like... It was so like her dad's best friend or yeah. something. Yeah, but like this time she's like with an unnamed friend who she's tell- who's giving this scoop about all this, and uh. she like claims to have this like secret bombshell text. about text from about a reliable source. Reliable sources about Tom and Lou. Yeah, and so it's like cutting while she's telling the. This was good editing while she's telling this. It's <laughs> cutting back to Luann, and it's like her cackling over Bethany telling this story. Yeah, should win an Emmy. Well, like Lou's like. Like a twenty-two-year-old girl who just got engaged to like her college boyfriend. Yeah, like that, like so giddy and like girlish. I mean, wow, it's Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I support Lou, but it's like so funny to watch. So we're sort of like the episode's like winding down, and like we're mm-hmm. one other thing while they're sitting on the boat, like during that scene. Uh-huh. Ramona is demanding from Luann the guest list. <laughs> And she got like up in arms when Luann said that three gay guys were gonna yes. be there. <laughs> that was her most visceral reaction when she said that there was gonna be three gays. Um, um So we're they're getting ready for the party and like they're all they're talking it's Lou it's not Lou, it's uh Ramona, Sonia, and Carol all yeah. talking about the situation between for some reason it's a bigger deal with the Tom and Tom and Sonia now? Yeah, well so I guess the big reveal for Sonia was that like Luann knew that Tom and Sonia had some relationship while Luann was starting to date Tom while Luann and Sonia were still living together. Yeah. Sonia says, I lost a companion. I lost a lover. I lost a dinner date. (laughs) (laughs) Um so I think we were both, like, last week a little disappointed at the preview for this episode, because it didn't seem, like, that riveting, mm-hmm. but the preview for next week looks crazy. Insane. It's, like, Ramona confronting Tom, it's Sonia confronting Tom. Jules pouring shots. Jules pouring <laughs> shots. Ramona dancing. Yeah. This is going to be a big episode. And then, like, Bethany being a little rat talking about the texts with everyone. And saying, like, she has to tell Lou. During, while watching this, though, I was like, Bethany, I think, worked with producers to, like, stir some shit up. And I'm a little grateful for it. Because if you're not going to give us... A true trip. A true trip, then give us a major controversy. Because that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And we're invested. We're invested. Unlike OC. (sighs) So, it's time to get to all of the... Guys, we have done some serious research. I've never worked so hard for this podcast. We've poured over federal databases. 
Uh, we've contributions. Search tweets. I, I learned how to do an advanced Twitter search that like can really find you some good tweets. Oh, I do that all the time. I know. Well, you like retweet crazy things that like Alex, myself, anyone tweeted anyone. back in like 2011 yeah. about like something obscure. And I've always wondered like how you come up with it. Now you know. Now I know. Um, so what we're gonna do? So let's sort of talk about our methods. Okay. So what we did is we divided cities. Yeah. Divided and conquered. Yeah. Um, I took on Beverly Hills. I took on uh, Potomac. I took on OC, and I took on New Jersey. Okay. And I did New York. I did Atlanta, and I did Dallas. Um, and what we did was we checked over. Twitter histories, we check the federal database of donations, which apparently you can check anyone <laughs> to see if anyone's Well, donated. yeah, all that's public. Yeah, yeah, it's all public information. Um, light Instagram searching. Um, also, you know, obviously several of these women have been on Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. And they tend to get asked more than other housewives, like, what their take on this whole election season is. So we looked at some interviews that those women have given. Um, so there's a lot to report. There's actually. a lot to report. Some, a lot of shocking items. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, you all will be shook by some of the stuff that we found. I mean, if there was ever an episode for you to retweet, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, this is the one. Okay. So Brendan, you should kick us off. Okay, so let's talk about Beverly Hills. First. Also, we don't know what each other is going to be reporting. So Except I know. There's going to be a few shockers. Yeah, there's going to be a, little, a few shockers. So in Beverly Hills, um, I couldn't really find evidence of anyone but a couple of the housewives supporting a candidate that they named. Okay. But both Lisa Rinna and Brandy Glanville said that they are supporting Hillary Clinton. On Twitter. On, on Twitter. Brandy said, <laughs> and Brandy was one of the Celebrity Apprentice yeah, people, yeah. she said, um, <laughs> I'm a Democrat slash liberal, my ex-boyfriend slash boyfriend is Mexican, I'm a girl power enthusiast, so in 2016, I will be voting for someone with a vagina. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure. And then she also tweeted, hashtag be... Wait, she said, I want hashtag Beyonce and hashtag Hillary Clinton to run this bitch motherfuckers. Oh my god. <laughs> um, she is not a well woman. She was asked specifically about Donald Trump in an interview, though. And she did say, just because I like him as a person doesn't mean I can get behind the things he says and does. He's acting like he's in the boardroom. I think he woke up one day and was like, you know what, today I think I'll be president. It's narcissistic behavior. It's frightening. Mm -hmm. So that's what she said. Um... Lisa Rinna was asked the question, she just retweeted someone and said the word Hillary. Okay. Um, as far as the other women go, I couldn't find much on Kyle Richards. She did say, she did respond to a couple people who asked, who like accused her of being a Republican, and she said, who said I was a Republican? Mm. And then I did find that um, she has never donated herself to anybody. Yeah, Mauricio. Mauricio has donated once to yeah. a Democrat named Jane Harmon. I'm sure it was, like, a person he knows. A person he knows. Yeah. Um, Kim Richards, of course, the, the, <laughs> she doesn't have two pennies to rub together, so. Um, 
Lisa Vanderpump, I don't even think, is she a citizen? I think so. Is she? Well, she hasn't donated to anyone. Okay. But I did find... I What? Ken Todd? Oh, I searched for him. I searched everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I, uh, she did tweet once about Hillary Clinton's email saying, Clinton dilemma, hand over the hard drive to one arbiter, would rather have personal email shared with one than doubted by the whole country. Which I think means she sort of supports Hillary? I don't know. Um, who cares? Um, yeah, she's not even from here. Eileen <laughs> Davidson had the most Eileen Davidson donation. She only had one donation. And well, like it was Ralph Nader or something? No, it was to Marianne Williamson, a New Age author who was running for Congress in 2014. Oh, interesting. I don't think Marianne won, but good job, uh, Eileen. Well, at least she tried. Um, Adrian Maloof, and before I, before I get to the ones that might have you a little shook, Adrian Maloof, who I think in the first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills said that she was a Democrat, mm -hmm. because Paul was a Republican and was like one of their like bickering yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Um, she went to one of the Democratic debates, and I remember watching it, and CNN was like, and Real Housewives of Adrian Maloof is here. And she tweeted about it, too. And she tweeted it here, tweeted about it, and then she also said, supported Hillary financially in 2007, and consistently donates to Democrats, so that's good. Okay. Well, I, I did I did come upon her tweets because I was interested about her, and they seemed, like, very neutral. Yeah. Like, a, a, most of the housewives, I think, try to play as neutral as possible, which I think makes sense because, I don't know if you saw the episode of Watch What Happens Live, and you did, like, a poll of... Who, if you support Clinton or Trump. Oh, yeah, most people said Trump. 65% said Trump. Yeah. I don't know if they were, like, trolling or what. Like, are we misjudging our demographic? He, he looked surprised, though, yeah. when I said that. Yeah. Um, so the last two that I'm going to talk about, because I don't care about Catherine Edwards, even though I found some maybe stuff about her, but okay. Camille Grammer, who many many call the Queen St. Camille Grammer. Yeah, gay icon. LGBTQ icon in recent years. Drag Race guest judge. Drag Race guest judge donated to George W. Bush re Bush's re-election campaign in 2004. Okay. And then, more recently, Rudy Giuliani's failed 2008 campaign. Yeah. Who knows who she supports now, though? Because that well, was eight years ago. Well, also, that both of those elections were before she was in the public spotlight. That's true. She was under the thumb of Kelsey Grammer at the time, who was a proud... Republican. That's true, but she did, after they divorced, someone tweeted something about him being a Republican, and she tweeted back saying that he does not espouse Republican beliefs because he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Anyways, so the most shocking, in my opinion, okay. thing. So Erica Girardi. Yeah. Possibly, possibly the person of everyone that I uh, searched who has the longest record of actually donated in candidates, and for the most part, they are Democrats. But I will say... In 2015, Erica Girardi, Erica Jane, donated $2,700, which is the most an individual can donate to an individual candidate, Yeah. to the Jeb Bush campaign. Mm, interesting. Very interesting, So, right? did she donate... Who did she donate to for the 2008 campaign? Um, she voted... She donated first to Hillary, and then Obama-Biden. Well, that's interesting, because, like she got behind Hillary at one point. Like, I would think, I would be less surprised if she only donated to Obama and then yeah. to Jeb. You I have a, a, yeah, in Jersey, I have a very interesting housewife who 
something similar happens too. But okay. we'll, we'll get to that a little later. Sure. So you're through Beverly Hills. That's Beverly Hills. Okay. New York. Uh, a few interesting, well, more than a few interesting tidbits. So Let's, what, should we start with the most obvious one or no? I, let, it, this is my city. <laughs> <laughs> let me do it the way I want to do it. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to do uh, Luann first. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was a little, like, unsure of where she was going to land, uh, but she did go to Hillary's birthday celebration, which she posted on Facebook, uh, posing with, like, Denny Lovato, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, and Tony Bennett. Um, well, she'd show up to anywhere where the well, camera yes, is. She'll show up anywhere, but also she did donate uh, in October of 2015, so just this past year, mm -hmm. as like like for all these uh, for all these databases, it says what the person's name is. Her name was Countess Luann Deliceps, including the count Countess out of Sag Harbor. And uh, another tidbit from this database is you have to list your employer and your occupation, and she has NBC Universal as her employer, and she's an actress. Mm -hmm. uh, so she donated to Hillary Rodham Clinton with uh, $2,700. So yeah, so she's with her. She is with her. Okay, uh, so then we get to Bethany. Which she did like a weird uh, interview for Inc.com, where she was kind of like weighing the pros and cons of Clinton and Trump, like you know. When was this? Um, this was. Uh, I don't have a date, but like I think, I think it was semi recently. I remember yeah, it was it. kind of recent actually. Um, so when I saw that was one of the first things I came upon, and with that I was like, "What is going on?" But but then I remembered that we mentioned that she was at the fundraiser for Hillary that Martha Stewart was taking selfies with yeah. Hillary. So we have that information. However, she has not donated. Uh, according to the databases, since 2012, she donated uh, to the Obama Victory Fund, to Barack Obama, to DNC. Uh, she made a bunch of donations, all totaling. Uh, well, she made a twenty thousand dollar donation to DNC. Oh wow! Yeah, and then uh, seventy. No, she and then twenty five thousand dollars to the Obama Victory Fund. So that's already forty five. Thousand and then five thousand dollars to Obama. So altogether, um, fifty thousand for that for that second term uh, re-election. I wonder if like the databases just aren't like kept up as frequently or well, something. Well, also I think um, this is like we're only searching by people's names, and you can donate as a company. So maybe she's donating under the Skinny Girl brand at this point. Okay. Which would not come up. Uh, so that's pretty much it for Bethany. Uh, Alex McCord, no longer living in the United States, so, um, you know, who really cares? But some troll account <laughs> tweeted at her. Is it Kim Richards fans? Kim Richards fans <laughs> <laughs> tweeted at her saying, she, Kim Richards fans uh, added... Uh, Kristen Teichman, Kelly Ben Simone, Jill Zarin, Alex McCord, and Aviva saying who besides Alex is voting for Trump in the upcoming New York primary. <laughs> and then none of the other women responded other than Alex. And then Alex said, um, no, not voting for Trump. How could you possibly think that? <laughs> and then the troll account responded to her saying, um, weren't you just on Fox News? 
talking about New York values and Trump, and then that person again tweeted, sorry, I rewinded, and it was just some blonde lady who looks like you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then Alex didn't say anything else. Do you think Alex is voting absentee? Um, well, she is still a citizen, so mm -hmm. I think she couldn't vote like as an expat. Um, I really don't know what she's planning on doing. I mean, she hasn't really commented on Twitter other than this exchange with the troll account. Um, buy her uh, buy her towels on Groupon. Yeah, buy them. Actually, you can't. I tried. <laughs> but she is selling on Amazon, like, kitchen su supplies, like a rolling pin. And a Just one pins. rolling pin. Yes. <laughs> Just one rolling pin. Um, so, next. Ramona Singer. Try as I might. Could not find a single donation under her or Mario or any tweets. The most I could find is she was at some party where Ivana, first wife of Donald, was mm -hmm. at and they posed together like in a group shot. Um, but that was like back like in like 2009 or 2010, right? Yeah. It was, it was like right yeah, when she yeah, got yeah, the yeah, Cameron yeah. Diaz cut. Yeah, yeah. It was an old picture, an old tweet. Um, I mean, I'll just assume she's likely a Republican. Yeah, though, I, like, have this, like, fan fiction in my brain where, like, her and Mario were Republicans together, and when they separated, Ooh. she renewed herself, and she came out as a Democrat. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have any evidence, but, like, <laughs> she used to say more things in the past that would indicate that she would be more conservative, and now she really like what? Like and, true faith? Like a lot of that, like a, a lot of stuff about like marriage and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, I, I have nothing to report on Ramona. Um, Jill Zarin. A ton to say. Uh, Jill, I mean, spoiler alert, Jill is in all my research the only proud Trump advocate. Out of all the housewives. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anyone else. Uh, so well, not all the housewives. Of all the ones I researched. Okay. Um, so I had New York, Atlanta, and Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, so Jill, once we, she said, if people like Donald Trump don't take risks, we all lose. Some deals don't work, period. And then she like included her sister in that tweet for some reason. Lisa um, Wexler. Lisa Wexler. So in my investigation... I found some um, interview she gave to a radio station in Florida. I'm not even sure it's actually on the radio. It might just be like an internet only internet thing. Radio. Internet radio. I really have no idea. We'll post the link. I listened to part of it, and like the beginning was like really sexist, so I turned it off. Okay. Well, I stuck through. <laughs> um, she was down there for Art Basel, so that's mm -hmm. why she was giving the interview. Uh, so was she buying one of Victoria Della's pieces? Perhaps. Well, I think they are still friends, Jill and the man. Yeah. Um, but, okay, get this. Jill is on the board of the Eric Trump Foundation, like his charitable foundation. Yeah. Uh, she went to Eric's wedding. She likes the family. Joy Behar went to Donald Trump's wedding. Just to put a point And so did Hillary. Yeah. Um, and so, so far, no damning evidence. Well, no, well, no, no, like, this whole interview is, like, praising Trump. She's okay. just, this is all gearing up to everything she's saying. And she, one of the benefits that she's saying 
is like how lovely the whole family is, how great the all, ki all the kids are. And she says, you don't just get him, you get them all. Like as if that is a reason to vote for Donald. Because you get Ivanka, you get Junior, you get Eric, you get Tiffany. Did she mention Tiffany? No, she, doesn't mention, she does not mention <laughs> Tiffany. She has no idea who Tiffany is. <laughs> um, actually, there's a great, uh, some article somewhere about like the fact that like Donald did not follow Tiffany until like just recently on Twitter. Oh yeah, and it was like, I read it, it was like the 11 people, 11 people who Donald, Donald followed, followed before, before Tiffany. And it's like sad. Yeah. It's like Mika Brzezinski. Um, so, then lastly, the big, I mean this is like the big talking point that like people say a lot about Donald. She says, Donald knows what he knows and knows what he doesn't know. And if he doesn't know something, he'll hire the right person. So that's like why she is, um, wanting to make America great again. Uh, so besides that, uh, Jill donated to uh, NORPAC in 2007, which is, I guess, a bipartisan multi-candidate political action committee to strengthen United States-Israel relation, uh, relationship. So that was 2007. Uh, at that time, she said she was retired. Uh, and then 2008, she identified as a homemaker when she donated to John McCain. Just $250. That's when she started being a housewife. Yeah. Real homemakers of New York City. So uh, I looked into Bobby as well, uh, which interestingly enough, Bobby uh, donated to Charlie Crist in 2009 when he was running for Senate against Marco Rubio. But when he donated for Charlie Crist was when Charlie was still identifying as a Republican, and then he lost the primary and ran as an independent. No, oh. independent. There was a there was a Democrat candidate already. So uh, I don't know. Like I don't see how Bobby got involved in that. I, I guess they're probably in Florida a lot. Yeah, they're. In, I bet they they're snowbirds. Yeah, uh, and then Bobby donated for some. A, a Democrat congresswoman in Nevada in 2011. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty much it for, for the Zarens. Um, so Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone, also another Trump supporter. No. Really? Yes. I, what did she say? Uh, so she tweeted uh, love at people, like People Magazine, for the fun, real Donald Trump questions, great family. When she was says, this? Uh, I don't have a date, but she gave an interview. It was like, re it's, not, it's not an old interview. It's like, uh, they ask about the, uh, the election. So apparently, I didn't tell you any of this. Apparently, <laughs> spit it out. Apparently, Kelly modeled with Melania a ton. Uh, she said, she's the same then as she is today. A lovely, lovely girl and a great mother. And I've known Donald all my life too. I've worked with him a lot. And while Ben Simone did not reveal who she will be voting for in the upcoming election, she mentioned that Donald is a maverick. Uh, she said, listen, my dad is from Rockford, Illinois, and he's in love with Donald Trump because he's a maverick, and he's going to change the world. Some people really love him. I am here, and I heard Hillary Clinton speak, and she's a pioneer on her own, and is incredibly well-spoken and articulate. Uh, and then one last tidbit in that interview. <laughs> Apparently, Melania always used to tell... Uh, Kelly, before you go on a date, put honey on your skin so it's soft and smells good. Oh my god. <laughs> That's like those guys who... Never mind. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, however, there's contradicting evidence. So, Kelly, back in 2004, 
I don't donate some random person, probably a friend. But in 2008, donated $1,000 to Barack and Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sonia uh, couldn't find anything that she said recently about Trump, although someone tweeted at Sonia saying that, like, they could tell she's voting for Trump during her last Watch Rebels Live appearance. I couldn't find that appearance, so no luck there. Um, however, in 2008, she donated a thousand bucks to John McCain. She had a thousand bucks in 2008? Uh, before the bankruptcy. Oh. <laughs> and, and she's raised millions for the LGBT, yes. she claims. At the time, she was self-employed. Uh, I do want to mention, though, Kelly uh, identified as a freelance writer, designer, and author when she donated. Um, Cindy, nothing. not a peep, nothing, no donations. Aviva, uh, retweeted apparently something that was pro-democrat and then was chastised into deleting it so i can't even like find out what that was about uh and then she said she'll never talk about politics and it was an accident <laughs> oh my god however back in 2007 she did donate uh well no she didn't donate reed donated uh 250 bucks to Giuliani. 2007 were they together then i think they married in 2005. Oh, okay uh carol Tweeted in 2012 that she's a Republican by injection. However, she uh, has that means her. I think her she's man fucking at the time. Someone. <laughs> the guy who wrote that song, Manhattan, about yeah. her. Perhaps that's him. Uh, however, she's donated to Kennedy. She's donated. She donated to uh, Obama in 2008, uh, and then she donated just this past March to Hillary. Well, I think it's very interesting that she still donates to one of her cousins by injection. Yeah, I mean she's part of the fam. Uh, Heather Thompson, I could not find anything. However, there were some pictures of, of Heather with Donald and with Donald Jr. as recently as March 2014. Okay. So this was about a year before Donald announced his candidacy. Yeah, but at this point, Donald had already threatened to run in 2012, and he had already asked Obama Bertha, for his birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. Lots of crazy stuff already. Kristen Takeman, nothing. Um, Dorinda Medley, as we know, proud Hillary fan. Tons of tweets supporting Hillary uh, along the whole journey, and she has donated a shit ton. I mean, since 2006, she's donated to Hillary all the way back then. Uh, she donated to Hillary 2006, 2007, 2008, uh, <laughs> and then donated as recently as July of last year for Hillary. Like, I want to say... Almost like nearly as much as as Hillary as Bethany, if not more. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. if not more. But I I did look at uh, Richard's donations, mm -hmm. like two hundred thousand dollars to like Hillary to Al Gore well, to Richard George Soros, who's like the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Like like tons, 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 tons. So that's that's how that all came about. Jules could find nothing, and that's it for New York. I mean, there's a lot to report. New York is probably my heaviest yeah, yeah, investigation. Yeah. Yeah, so Potomac, I'm not, there, there's nothing, I'm just going to zoom through it. Ashley, Giselle, and Robin have all tweeted something anti-Trump. And I think that's all you need to know about Potomac. But I don't think I'm really surprised by that. Yeah. Um, OC, surprisingly, found less than I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting a ton. So, Vicky, nothing. The only thing I found related at all was somebody was like, tweeted at her way back in the day being like, why haven't you been on um, 
why have you been on Celebrity Apprentice yet? And Vicky was like, oh, maybe they're skipping over me because Donald's afraid of me. Okay. Okay. Shannon Bedore found nothing again, except for uh, her father-in-law donated financially <laughs> to, to John McCain. No, but I searched for the last name Bedore, and then I, it, oh, wow. I looked for like people in California, and I noticed that the company listed next to one of the people was the same company that, that David Bedore works okay. at, and they own, he owns it with his dad. Okay. Um, Tamara Judge, nothing. Kelly Dodd, nothing. What about Tamara Barney? It's nothing, no Simon Barney, okay. no Eddie Judge. Wow. Um, uh, Heather DeBro, nothing specifically uh, partisan, okay. but Terry donates money to a, a political action committee called American Society for Plastic Surgeons, okay. and they call it the Plasti Pack. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Megan King Edmonds is one of the rare who've, who've released a statement. So, I think actually Dan was the one to oh, find yeah. the tweet, the original tweet, and it's a picture of Jim Edmonds wearing a um, hat that says, Make America Great Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like sort of an incoherent tweet where we didn't really yeah. know what she was talking about. We had to like go back and forth and like read responses to it. But if you look in the responses, you she basically implies that they're, he was wearing it as a joke. Yeah. Which is so weird because when I think of a... Donald Trump voter, I think, like, in my head, it's someone like Jim Edmonds. Yeah, Jim, Jim makes sense, yeah. Like a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was expecting for Alexis Bellino and Jim Bellino to have, like, a lot. Yeah. Nothing. No, but they're... I don't think they it's have It's a money. house of cards. <laughs> house of cards. <laughs> Way to fall down. Gretchen Rossi. Okay. Nothing, obviously didn't donate anything. House of cards. <laughs> but she recently posted an excerpt from Ivanka Trump's speech at the uh, RNC from last week. Yeah, but that's like the easiest thing. I, okay, let me read it. Oh, okay, okay. She said, don't normally talk politics, and I still haven't made up my mind oh. who I'm voting for, but hearing these numbers is beyond disappointing. Equality for all, especially as hardworking working women. It was basically like Ivanka's part about like the, the what women are facing in the world. Yeah. Her, her democratic speech at the Republican convention. Yeah. Gina Keogh, none either, because I thought she actually had money and would like would have put it somewhere. Lori Peterson, not much except for that her husband George donated to uh, Rudy Giuliani's failed presidential bid. Okay. Is that it for you? That's I uh, didn't I didn't do every single one of the OC housewives. Like I'm not gonna pull up yeah, stuff yeah. about Quinn Fry. So you only have um, uh, New Jersey left, right? Yeah. So I'm then just gonna jump through quickly Dallas and. Uh, Atlanta. Okay. So Dallas could not find a donation, could not find a tweet, could not find anything. Uh, the closest thing I could find is Steph's husband, Travis Holman, donated to um, a Republican in Oregon in 2007. Like, it's really digging deep. In the middle of the, it's probably someone he knows. Like, why yeah. are we donating to Oregon? Um, the only other thing is, like, I remember when, uh, like, all those shootings happened a few weeks ago, and uh, Leanne tweeted a, an All Lives Matter she did, It was like a Blue oh, no, Lives no. Matter. Oh, yeah. I think it was a... Yeah, it was something like that in an Instagram caption. Yeah. Um, so not really much... Like, nothing really presidential-related. Yeah, it was, like, something because a, her boyfriend is a Dallas police officer. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, 
But then Atlanta's a little bit more interesting than Dallas. Okay, let's let's go through Atlanta. So Kim, nothing. Not a tweet, not a donation. Kim Zolciak. Yeah, Kim Zolciak. Yeah, so there's two Kims in Atlanta now. Uh, so nothing for Kim. Uh, I was interested to see what was going to happen with Nini, because I remember when, like, Donald jumped into the race, he was more, like, playful about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, let's see what's going to happen with Donald, like, before he was the, the, the nominee. But she's done a few interviews. She did um, an interview on Chelsea... Uh, Chelsea Tonight. Chelsea Tonight. Her new late-night show that it's a weekly is on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently Trump asked NeNe to speak at a rally, and she declined. Well, NeNe, can we, NeNe was on with Clay Aiken, uh, yeah. Khloe Kardashian, and um, Lisa Lemonelli. Yeah. Which I thought was, like, a very odd choice. Yeah. It it reminded me of um, Cocktails with Chloe, the like the weird kind of combination well, of people. Well, like, it was not well, I mean, not to drag... It just wasn't good. Not to drag Chelsea, but it wasn't, like, a well-executed, like, interview or scene. It was just, like, a mess. Like, no one, like, she wasn't really asking any good questions. No one had any good responses. Like, it was a mess. But anyway, uh, Nini also did an interview with Larry King. Uh, and she said, while I worked with him, he wasn't racist. But some of these things he said, and then she said, I've always liked Hillary. I liked her husband a lot. And she like repeated that same time. She's like, I liked her husband a lot. Uh, and she says, I don't want to say who I'm supporting. I'm always a voter, and I always encourage everyone to go out and vote. Um, and then <laughs> in a different interview with, uh, I guess, the Hill.com reported this, she said, Absolutely, I'm voting for Hillary over Donald Trump all day, every day. <laughs> so she's all over the place. Um, apparently, that was at the White House correspondence dinner. Oh yeah, pre- there was like a Snapchat or like an Instagram video, which I think predates her uh, interview with Larry King that happened in June. Okay. So I don't know what she's. She doesn't have her message straight. Um, but it sounds like she, she she did say Donald cut your shit out on the red carpet. Uh, so, Deshaun Snow, nothing. Sheree Whitfield, <laughs> nothing. Lisa Wu, nothing. Candy Burris, like, posted some, like, memes about Melania copying Michelle's speech. Nothing. Not, okay. No donations or anything. Cynthia Bailey, Is this nothing. the one where you didn't really know if it was her? Yeah, she, like, there was, there is a Cynthia Bailey in Augusta, Georgia, who donated to... Someone for Congress in 2012. I don't. Augusta's not really that close to Atlanta, and also, the person she donated to doesn't sound like someone she would donate to because I did a little more digging. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Phaedra. Phaedra is actually reporting live from the Democrat uh, National, National Convention this week with Portia. Um, and Phaedra is another outspoken. She's probably like second to Hillary. She's tweeted of Hillary Clinton, we're birthday, twin, birthday twins, she's a beast, count her in. Uh, this was back during the debate, and uh, back during the debates, and she says, tell them Hillary 2016, folks on the real issues, not some emails, uh, that she turned over a distraction tactic. And she has donated a lot of money over the years. Uh, some smaller candidates, like a Senate seat, um, but interestingly enough, she donated in 2007, to John Edwards. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And I was doing like my first little pop into it because for some reason she was the first housewife that I thought of. 
And I was like, oh, John Edwards, what a choice. But this was like February 2007, so very, very early, early. Very early. In, I don't even know if he, if Brock had announced his candidacy at that point. I don't know. I don't know. We didn't, we, we did enough work uh, for this. But uh, yeah, she donated to John Edwards. Uh, she did eventually donate to uh, Barack multiple donations, like different packs or whatever. Uh, the DNC as well, mm -hmm. thousands, thousands of dollars. Um, so she's definitely been involved. Kenya has taken a different route. No donations to speak of. Uh, she had to fund uh, more manor, so <laughs> there's not money for that. Uh, but she tweeted it, like someone tweeted at her and she responded, I'm not going to debate politics here, uh, so sorry. Uh, and then she gave an interview with the the Drio, the Grio? The Grio. G-R-I-O, which I never the heard. The Grio. Oh, you know what yeah, this it's is? A very, yeah, it's pretty big. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is back in February 2016. She says, uh, the qualities that I do think he possesses regarding Donald uh, that would make him a good president is that he's outspoken, he's brash, he's fearless, he's opinionated. He probably could surround himself with the right people to help him run this it's country. Running theme. Yeah. Um, I will vote for the person I think would be the most appropriate president for my United States. And then uh, in June of 2015, so this is prior to that interview, on BravoTV.com, she had said, as a Democrat, I'm loyal to my party. I think President Obama has done so much to turn this country around. Donald, Donald Trump seems to be following his dreams and his heart. Uh, so it sounds like she's trying to stay out of it in order to like not have people form an opinion on her one way or the other, but she's amazing. And Donald Trump was her former boss. Yeah, on The Apprentice. She was on The Apprentice. On The Apprentice. Uh, Portia, there's nothing to report other than the fact that she uh, went to the DNC with Phaedra. And uh, I want to end it with two more. So there's Kim Fields who has donated a ton, a ton, a ton of money uh, to uh, Barack. Uh, a, a few thousand. Not as much as Phaedra, not as much as Bethany or Dorinda, but a lot compared to other people. Uh, and possibly, I want to end it with my favorite find in this whole research project. One hit, one hit wonder, one season wonder, Claudia Jordan. Very outspoken on Twitter. Uh, she said, only a moron, a moron would get mad at me for being fair, so don't be one. I'm still a Democrat, be very clear. She says, I see Tiffany and Donald Jr. and I like all the Trump kids, always been cool <gasps> She made Tiffany? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Not even, not even Ivanka, she made Tiffany? No, I think this tweet was like the night they were speaking. Oh. Donald Jr. and Tiffany were speaking that night. She said, always been cool to me, but all very intelligent. You know, I tell it like it is. So someone had tweeted at her after she tweeted that, and she said, no, I'm a Democrat. Okay. Uh, however, she uh, she gave an interview back in March. She said, uh, I struggle how to answer questions about him because my experience with him was always one way professionally. Of course, I'm not happy with how things are going on right now. Uh, she doesn't like it. She doesn't support him, blah, blah, blah. She donated to... She hasn't donated to anyone that, uh, for this election cycle. However, in 2008, she made uh, a few donations to Barack, and she identified as, like I mentioned before, you have to say what your occupation is. Mm -hmm. And her occupation was deal 
or no deal model. <laughs> and that was possibly the most shocking thing I discovered. <laughs> this entire thing. So you close it out with New Jersey. Well, I think a very interesting thing about the people who've been on Celebrity Apprentice feel this need to like walk this really weird line. Yeah, as if like they're they're, they're waiting gonna, to like, be called back for an all-star season. It's insane. It's done. Yeah. Like Arnold's the new boss. Okay, so I found some very interesting things in New Jersey. Okay. So we talked previously about Danielle Staub and how she posted the Instagram post with yeah. Melania and she called her our future first lady. Yes. That's sort of, she didn't, she's never really tweeted a lot about Trump or any, mm -hmm. anything related, but I'm pretty sure that her, her hat's in the ring for him. She did appear in an episode of The Apprentice though as a, uh, like a supporter. To whom? I, she was on an episode like buying something from someone. I don't remember who it was. I remember when, um, was it? It was the same episode that Andy did, I think. So was it Nini? Because Jill Zarin appeared when Nini was on. I think. Mm, I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out. Okay. okay. So Danielle Staub, Amber, the one hit wonder. Not even. Not Wait. Even so wonder. so so Danielle only made that mention. There was no donation or anything like that. Then she posted one more thing about the Trump kids, like at the convention, okay. being like like comparing the Trump kids to her kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. Amber, one hit wonder, yeah, um, has a ton, a ton of social media posts about Donald Trump, okay, including uh, a picture of her wearing a Waco Erica Gradigan hat. Yeah, I also think they might live on a Trump property. Oh, because they're always at the Trump National Golf Course, which makes me think that they might live on it. Mm -hmm. um, Teresa Judice, we know, and. I actually want you to talk a little about this in a second, but she publicly voiced her support for Donald Trump while on Watch What Happens Live yeah. one time, and she said, of course I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. I think he's amazing. I think he'll make a good president. But a lot of people are saying that she actually can't vote yeah. because she's a, um, she's a felon. And that, yeah, so apparently, uh, you know, a lot of people are tweeting she can't vote because she's a felon. But there's a bunch of uh, state laws, and it varies state to state, as to uh, voting rights of people who are uh, convicted felons. Mm -hmm. So in some states, you can vote even while you're in jail somehow. Um, I think it's like just two states. Do um, you know about Jersey specifically? Yeah, well, I looked up Jersey. Uh, so uh, in Jersey, you can vote once your probation is complete. So Teresa is still under post-release supervision and as a probation officer, so I'm guessing that's considered probation. Okay. It's two years mm -hmm. from when she was released, so she would still be under that, obviously, during the, um, during the election. Mm -hmm. But once that is done, then she could apparently vote again. Okay. So for this election cycle, she's not going to be voting for Donald Trump. But maybe for his re-election. Maybe for his re-election. Um, <laughs> Dina Manzo tweeted, she doesn't really tweet a lot about politics or anything. She's very zen, but she tweeted she's very zen, yeah, on the 21st, saying. which was very recently. Mm. She tweeted, press and politics equal divide. I'm moving to Venus. Too many boys on Mars. Which makes me almost think that that's indicating she's voting yeah, for Hillary. It's very subtle. Very subtle Hillary promo. 
So, um, Kathy Wakili, Melissa Gorga, and the twins have not said a peep, but I wanted to get into two very interesting cases. Okay. So the first is Caroline Manzo. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Dolores also hasn't said a peep. The first is Caroline Manzo. A lot of different stuff going on here. So last week during the RNC, she tweeted, Rudy is on fire tonight, hashtag RNC in CLE. Then this week, during the DNC, she said, I think at Cory Booker speaks beautifully. Mm. I don't know. Sending us mixed signals there. And then... Well, she, if you remember, she was good friends with, like, a former New York City police commissioner, the one that ended up going to jail. That was the guy who, like, was with her in, like, season one with, like, the attack dogs Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, I have a part to get to, like, Albert Manzo and Chris Christie in a second. But um, before we get to that, donations. Albert Manzo has made a lot of political donations to Democrats. Okay. That's senior. And then I was very surprised by Albie Manzo Jr. donated, like, $1,000 to Cory Booker. I'm not surprised by that. I sort of am. Why? I don't know. I, I just, like, he's the only kid of... All of this that I've seen get, like, politically involved financially. Oh, I didn't look up any of the other kids. I searched by last names and then mm-hmm. I went through. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you remember, if we're, while we're on politics, Chris Christie suspended... Remember when he suspended Albert Manzo from the North Jersey District Water Supply Commission? Oh. Saying that he and another commissioner abused the public's trust. Ooh. So maybe that's why they're all in for Democrats now. Yeah. Um... The most interesting case to me, though, is our new friend, Siggy Flicker. Oh, yeah. She's been sending a lot of mixed signals throughout the years. Okay. Like, Siggy, what's going on? So, it seems like at this point in time, she is supporting Donald Trump. But back in 2012, she was in an exchange with one of her fans who was talking about Obama. Before she was a household name. Way before she was a household name talking about Obama and she was saying that how she doesn't like Obama but then in the same tweet she said she would love to see Hillary as president Ooh. <laughs> crazy right she's all over the place and then in March of 2016 she tweeted I don't like Hillary <laughs> Stop it. I like Donald and I adore Bernie what? <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. She was like responding to somebody else. Maybe she's like Teresa where every morning is a new day. So like literally all over the place. Wow. It sort of reminds me when I go through like like people's tweets about like pop stars or like something inconsequential and like every other tweet will be something different. <laughs> yes. Like one day someone will be like, Oh my god, I love Britney's new track, Make Me Ew. Or what's it called? Make me? Make me ill. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, someone would be like, I don't like Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, that's, I, I feel like I learned a lot from this experience. Yeah, there were some surprises. And it's very interesting to see, like, uh, the most interesting part to me, I think, is the housewives that people hold up as the gay icons. Yeah. Who are financially supporting people who vote against gay people's rights. Sonia. <laughs> Erica, I, Erica Jane was the most surprising to me. Yeah. And Siggy Flickers was my favorite because it made no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we still have to close out the show. We have the Freak of the Week and the One Supreme. Brendan, tell us who the freaks are this week. Okay, so we've talked about Bethany's Snapchat a lot on yeah. this podcast. Last night before I went to bed, I was like laying in bed watching Snapchat because that's what I do. I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, no, that's a good, like, I, like you want to close out the night, like, clear out your Snapchat stories. Yeah, so yeah. then when you wake up, you can, yeah. yeah. Um, Carol has been staying in the Hamptons with Bethany. So Bethany's Snapchat has been all Carol yeah. all the time. Yeah. They were out last night, and, like, they were driving home, and they decided to start, stop by Carvel. Yeah. They arrive. The Carvel is... Lights off. Lights off, clearly closed. They force their way in and make these poor 16-year-olds serve them after closing hours. Yeah. And I want to say, as somebody who worked at an ice cream shop all throughout high school... Yeah. These... Speaking from experience. These monsters better have tipped, like... Like, I would say, because they're celebrities, better have tipped, like, $50. I was going to say 100 $100. Yeah. Like... You don't do this. It's so rude. Go to the grocery store. Those places yeah. are open 24 hours. Pick also, up. like, I'm sure she's stocked with, like, skinny girl ice cream. In exactly. Damn house. <laughs> it's, like, the rudest thing in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, so, unless we have proof that they were tipped well, you get the freaks of the week. Yes. Um, what about the queen? Okay, so, just to explain a little bit, uh, last week during the Republican National Convention... Uh, Paul Ferris was reporting live on behalf of The View. This week, Joy Bayar is at the Democrat National Convention. However... On behalf of The View. On behalf of The View. However, another View co-host uh, was present. Well, apparently, I think Star Jones spoke. Yeah. But she's not the queen. She's no, no. <laughs> the true queen of conventions, of all the queens, is Michelle Collins, fallen View co-host. She has picked herself up. She's now hosting uh, an ABC app streaming streaming show. show called All My Best All My Gay Friends Are Getting Married. Yeah. And she interviews gay couples who are getting married. Uh, but that's not why she's the queen. She took the stage uh, tonight with Broadway stars. Broadway's finest. The creme de la creme. Adina Menza. The Audra McDonald's. Audra McDonald's. The Lynn Darren Manuel. Chris. I don't think Lynn was there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, did. I didn't actually watch it. <laughs> I watched like two seconds of it. Um, but she was on the stage, and they were all passing the mic around, and Michelle sang a few notes. Uh, of what the world needs now. Yes, of what the world needs now. Is love. The, and what the world needs now is more Michelle Collins. So she is... It's the only thing that there's just too little of. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so she gets our Freak of the Week this week. No, no she's no, not no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that a friend and slip? No, no okay. she is our queen. Um, but I think that's it for this week. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. So, <laughs> so uh, as, as usual, you can find us on... Uh, iTunes, subscribe there, or subscribe on Google Play, or on SoundCloud. Subscribe to one of those places and write a review. Reward, if we're not going to get the Pulitzer for this piece, we would at least like a review out yeah, of it. Yeah, this is the most in-depth, this is the <laughs> biggest piece of in-depth journalism since Watergate. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then you can also uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, give us some hearts, some shares. Yeah, uh, you can always email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And Brendan, where can we find you online? Um, at not Brendan, and that's on Snapchat. I'm less annoying than Bethany, and on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Where can we find you? I'm at IDK, IDK on Twitter. Cool. And that's it. So like, comment, 
Subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. Goodbye forever. Bye, not forever. See you next week. <laughs>